0: Going to change people's lives. We're going to talk about hanging up the cleats. Hi, guys. Welcome back to Hung Up Cleats.
1: This is our 20th episode, you guys. We're just getting started, but cheers to the first 20 and tons more to come. Cheers with our iced coffee. Yes.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Um, So, obviously, like we've been doing this since January and, um, The thing about podcasts is I feel like a lot of people, especially recently have wanted to start podcasts and they always talk, like a lot of people talk about, Oh, like wanting to start a podcast and what you're going to talk about, what kind of content do you want to do and all this stuff. And like, that was my thing for a while. I was like, I knew that I wanted to do it, but I like kind of was just like, okay, there's so much that you have to do to get it started. So we, like, started talking back in August about, you know, the idea of it. And I was just like, okay, we're going to do it. And we kept, like, saying, okay, we're going to record this day. We're going to record this day. And then we kept, like, pushing it back. We were like, yes. I just feel like there were so many, honestly, like, nerves surrounding everything. And just kind of like, okay, what, what are we going to do if this happens? What are we going to do? You know, I just feel like there's, like, a lot of, like...
1: Yeah, we had so many what-ifs, it started to, like, consume us, kind of. I remember the first episode, we had a script up, and I was so nervous, and you could tell I was nervous by the way I was talking. And Mary looks at me, shuts the laptop, she's like, you know what? Screw the script. Let's just hang out. We're going to hang out, we're going to have a conversation, yeah. and we're going to wing it. And it worked. Here we are. And Yeah,
0: I feel, well, because, like, for me, I'm, like, a little more comfortable with this kind of stuff, just because of, like, TV and all of that, but I don't know, I want to know, like, what were your, like, thoughts, like, going in, because I just remember, like, you were like, yeah, I'll do a podcast about sports and life after sports,
1: but, like, what was your, like, like, what was, like, going through your head, like, were you, like? So, I've always kind of thought, and I've been, I've always been a really strong public speaker, which I know is, like, kind of, rare like a lot of people don't like to public speak like my whole life I've kind of like in my teams in my clubs in high school I was always the person like Giving a speech or giving a motivational speech. Like I had so many coaches be like, Oh, you would be really good at TED Talks, like in the future. Really? Yeah. I love that. So I was kind of like, Okay, I'm good at public speaking. Can I do it in front of a screen? And it honestly was super nerve wracking. I feel like I was more anxious to talk in front of a camera than a bunch of people, which is so weird because it's just a bunch of people on the other side of the camera. Yeah,
0: and I feel like I mean, for us, like it's not live. Yeah, I feel like doing a live podcast would be really fun. Yeah, one day we're going to do a live podcast. But I mean, yeah, I mean, at the end of the day, like you're just talking and talking about your life. And um, but I just feel like there was a lot that like went into it, a lot of shared notes, a lot of like, okay, we could do this idea, we could do this idea um but obviously like you still have to like stay on track with like what you want to do what you want to talk about obviously like you have a certain audience but we're also like still girls and we want to talk about like just like fun stuff in our life too yeah. um but like you obviously never know how it's gonna go so like I just feel like there's a lot of like okay are people gonna talk about us and yeah stuff like
1: that it takes a lot of vulnerability and I feel like me and Mary have become such good friends because of this, because we've had to be so vulnerable with each other about a lot of things going on. Like, look, I'm nervous about this. I'm nervous about this. I don't know if we should say this on the pod. What do you think? There's been a lot of, let's delete that. Let's not (laughs) put that in. Too much was shared. Like there's been so much of that. Yeah. And I also like
0: the other thing is like with, um, like with social media, like when we post like a, like a reel or something, one of our reels got seventy three shares.
1: And oh, like, people are sending <laughs> it.
0: That's so like I, I'm
1: like, okay, is this a good thing? Is this a bad thing? Are you talking shit about yeah. me? Like, what is going on? Just kind of like, if we're embarrassing ourselves, we're doing it together. I mean,
0: yeah. I mean, the thing is, like, they really say. Obviously, there are some things where you just like can't come back from. But like, bad press is. There's no such thing as bad press, yeah. Like they say, yeah. So I mean, if people are talking about us, we're doing something right, um, which obviously, like, one would hope that it's like all good things and whatever. But, um, but yeah, I just feel like it goes into like the like the the video from Rihanna, like the TikTok, like
1: yeah.
0: Um, what do you do on days where you just like don't feel as confident or whatever? I fake it. I fake it and Absolutely. like what did she say it was so it's so iconic um fake it till you make it I'm going to play it yeah okay here we
1: go or or what do you do on those days that you don't feel that confident or fearless or powerful like you do out there uh pretend fake it yeah I mean, why not? Uh, I don't
0: Cry myself to sleep. Who I wants want to, do to do that? that?
1: <laughs> you make it with puffy eyes the next day.
0: So yeah. So our point is that do what you want to do. Um, not to get inspired. I feel like I've been getting inspirational lately. I'm yeah, like, look at you. So you need to do this. And that like, I'm just like a pro at life. Absolutely not. I am figuring it out though. Um, But I just feel like a lot of times people talk about, you know, wanting to do something and they have this dream or goal or vision. Um, And, you know, I feel like a lot with content creation is like really scary and like starting a business really scary because you tell people it's like, oh, I'm going to start this. And then you're like... You want it to be successful. Right. And then if it isn't, it's like, oh, like then you have to tell people like, oh, it's, you know, not doing so great and whatever. But fake it. Fake the confidence. I just feel like that that's like the main point here is like confidence has gotten me so much further than like half of like anything else. Like obviously like skill, talent, talent hard work, all of that stuff. But like confidence will get you so freaking far.
1: Yeah. And we've both had so many people reach out to us and be like, what software do you use? What platform do you post on? Like, how do you do this? Like people kind of look at us like we're experts and like y'all may think that like we're still rookies. Like every week we at least have a conversation. We're like, what are we going to do about this? What are we going to do about this? I don't know what we're going to do. Like, what's our next game plan? And, like, to everyone else, it looks like we have it all figured out. But, like, it's just a learning process. Yeah.
0: I Well, I also saw a video and it was about, um, it was, like, half of, like, not even half, 90% of, like, CEOs, political leaders, just, like, all of these, like, huge people are not that smart. Like, they have to have people that help them and that do. And, like, so far, like, I feel like we've just, like, run into the right people. And that is another thing. Like, you walk up there confident. I, like, ran into a guy who started a podcast and, like, has, like, a, like, top 50 podcast. And I was just talking. I was like, oh, I'm starting a podcast. And he, like, took me seriously. I was like, this is my idea. This is what I'm going to do. My co-host was also an athlete. We're going to talk about this, this, and this. And he was like, wow, that's great. And he gave me, like, a whole, like, page of stuff that it's, like, this is what you need to do. Um, So I just feel like in that sense, like, that was very helpful. I just think, like, you honestly have to be completely ready to fall on your face. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Like, not that we've, like, fallen on our – I wouldn't say that.
1: We've fallen on our face. We've had some hiccups, though.
0: But the thing is, at the end of the day, like, we want this to be super successful. We want, like, to help a ton of people. We hope people like our content and our topics and everything. Um, but we're human. Like, there's some yeah. weeks where we can't post an episode. There's some weeks where, like, Life happens. the editing is a little messed up. where
1: do you think confidence comes from? I don't know. I feel like a lot of it is faking it till you make it, but you just have to be so confident in yourself and what you're doing and us with each other that it's going to work out. Like I've said before, I'm such a firm believer and you're never going to miss what's meant for you. So I'm fully confident this is exactly what we're supposed to be doing at the exact right time. And I'm fully confident it's going to be successful. And I feel like Everyone we've talked to has so much faith in us, in this whole thing, that it is going to be successful. Like, I have yet to meet one person that isn't super intrigued with what we're doing, like, wants to know more. Like, everyone, like, the main goal for us right now, the next step is we want to sign with Barstool. And I have not met one person that I've told that to that's like, oh, like, I hope y'all do that. Everyone's like, oh, absolutely, it's going to happen. And I think just speaking it into existence, like... Me and Mary, like, some people may think it's cheesy or corny, but we're always like, when we do this or when this happens. When, like not if. Yeah, I remember I made a joke, I was like, applying for jobs is gonna be scary. Like, what am I gonna do? How am I gonna get a job? And Mary was like, We're gonna be signed to the podcast and that's gonna be your job. Like, don't worry. <laughs> and I was like, Oh like, no like, like needed that. No, like the pod's gonna
0: the pod's gonna be your job, actually. Yeah. I mean that's I mean that would be fantastic but that's yeah. your confidence um so do you think being an athlete taught you a lot of those lessons
1: oh absolutely i mean like do you
0: remember your first like kind of experience with kind of having to use that tactic to like perform well or you know, make a team or sign or whatever.
1: Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I think in big games and big moments or like even when I was getting recruited where there were games that college coaches were at, it's like I couldn't think about, oh, I couldn't put that, even though there was so much pressure on that particular game, I couldn't put all of my pressure into that. Like I used to tell myself when I'd get super anxious before games, I was like, I'm not anxious, I'm excited. Yes, I was like, I'm not anxious. I'm excited. Like that's what these little nerves are. Like it's excitement. I'm gonna go out here and be a confident player. All of my teammates i'm I used to tell myself like I'm on this team for a reason. My teammates are confident that I'm out here with them. My coach is out confident that I'm out here with them. Like the girl I'm playing is in the same place. like she got to the same level I am. like we both deserve to be here as much as each other. So it's kind of just like who's going to play the better game all comes down to mental toughness. So,
0: yeah, I agree. What about um, you with
1: golf though? Because I know it's a little different since it's not all like contact and you're going yeah, like, head to head. Yeah.
0: So I like, I feel like the main thing that I like kind of remember about this is there's a lot of times on the golf course where you feel you're like, this putt's going in, like, you know, before you even hit it like, you just feel so good over it. You feel so good over, like, when you're setting up. And I played golf yesterday for the first time, and I played, like, shit.
1: <laughs> I played. I saw your story. It said bomb. Yeah. Me well, and Preston were watching we it, Preston was like, ooh, look at Mary. <laughs> well, so, honestly,
0: I've played golf three times since I graduated, and it's been two whole years. Has it been two years? Yeah. It's been a little over two years since I've since I played competitively at that level. Um, And I've played one 18 hole round and I've played two nine hole rounds. And I was like waiting for the day to play like shit because like, I feel like when I haven't played for a while, my like muscle memory kind of takes over and I'm just like out there, whatever. Um, But like the first time I played, I played against these guys and I don't know if I've told this story on the podcast, but you know, Obviously, like these guys like worked at the kitchen at the golf course that I worked at after I graduated and I was just like, uh, I was like, so and they always gamble when they play. Have I told the story?
1: No, I, I haven't okay. heard this story. Okay, cool.
0: I'm interested. So they always gamble when they play. And I am like. I've never gambled playing golf before. I've never drank and played golf before. Like, it's always been, like, a serious thing. So, you know, I have no idea if I'm going to play good or not. Like, literally no idea. And at this point, it's like, oh, I haven't played in two months. And then that turns into six months and then a year. And then <laughs> but at the end of the summer, I made my first $100 tip. I sold two high noons, and this guy tipped me $120. $120 literally insane. Um, so I
1: like came in and, and the so you were working at a golf course. Yeah. So okay, I was okay.
0: a, uh, a cart girl.
1: Okay. Like I did, okay. I
0: sold, um, yeah. it's okay. an amazing job. Like if you're looking for a job, do that job. Um, so, uh, I made my first hundred dollar tip, you know, I had a great day on the course. I probably made like, I mean, I made a lot that day. And so when I came in, the kitchen guys were like, well, since you made a lot of money today, let's go play golf. And you won't feel bad like losing money, like in the case you do, because we're going to gamble. And I'm like, okay, like, (laughs) sounds good. So we go out there, and I have no idea how the gambling works. So I'm on a team with another guy, and then there's three guys playing against us. So it was a little easier on them, obviously, but since I played at LSU, they made me on the harder team.
1: So... The first hole. So they give you the worst guy probably? No, no, no. no. They gave me a good
0: guy, but we were a team of two and they were a team of three. Okay. So they had more like chances to hit the shot. So basically you hit a shot, you pick the best shot out of those shots, and then you hit the next shot. Okay. So um, it's called called a scramble. So that's like a really fun way to play as a team, especially if you're gambling. And so um, I was just like, Kind of intimidated because these guys like played all the time, which I I mean obviously like I still had like my muscle memory, but I hadn't played in months. Um, and so the first hole and the oh the other rule was you, if you birdie, you shotgun a beer. What does birdie mean? So birdie, do you know to par is? Okay. Oh my god. I know. Jeez. I mean, I don't know any soccer terms, so that's fair. Um. So basically. For those who don't know, um, each hole has a par. And par is like, oh, that's on par. Like, you kind of use that in a sentence. On par means, like, um, just, like, what you should make on the hole. Like, this is, like... On frame. Yeah. So, like, if you're comparing it to that. So, there's a par for each hole. And it's based on the distance of the hole and pretty much the distance of the hole, but they're all like built differently. So like a par three is going to be like less than 200 yards. A par four is going to be anywhere from like 300 to 450 yards. And then over that is like going to be a par five because you can't, you know, get the, okay. get to the yeah. hole and like less than that, whatever. So anyway, so a par is like you do a three, four or five par. I'm, I don't know if I'm explaining this right. So no, I'm following. Okay. You're yeah. following. Okay. Yeah. I mean, I'm explaining it right, but I don't know if people are following. Okay. If I'm following, I think they're probably following. So there's a par for each hole. If it's a par three, your goal is to do is to make a par or lower. So if I'm hitting on a par three, if I'm playing a par three.
1: You want to hit par three, two, or one?
0: Yes. Okay. And then if you do over that, like, I mean, obviously the object of the game is to get it in the hole in the least amount of strokes possible. Right. That's literally just basic terms. But... It's a good standard for what you should shoot on the hole. Okay. So anyway, so for birdies, so one under the par. So for playing a par four, if you make a three, that's a birdie. Okay. So if you make a birdie on a hole, you shotgun a beer. So the first hole, they birdie, the team that was playing against us, and we par, and I'm like, oh, fuck. Hot start. So, and they, like, drain, like, a... 40 foot putt for this birdie. And I'm like, oh, god! and so Casey's like, all right, we're down $18. I was like, what is this day going to yeah. cost me? I'm like $18. Like yeah. what the heck? We just lost one hole. He's like, you worry about the golf. I worry about the money. And I was like, okay, like, but mm. <laughs> like, for some reason, When he said this, it's just something like clicked inside me. I'm like, okay, this is my shit. I am confident. I am like, obviously I'm better than these guys. Like I'm just going to go out there and smack some, some balls, hit it close. Like, and we're going to win money, you know? So like you worry about what you're doing, not the amount of money that you're going to make, not the fame, not the fortune. Like you're worrying about what you are doing and you're confident in what you are doing and then everything else follows, Um, so we birdie two, we bird, we par four, so we birdie two, five, six, and then he chips in on seven for a birdie. So by seven, I have shotgunned four beers. So Mary was drunk. (laughs) I had shotgunned one beer before this day in my entire life. I would have died. I would have been down for the carol. I looked at Casey and I say, we need to par a few holes because I will literally die if we keep birdieing. So we just chill out, we par like three or four holes in a row. And then I like make this really long putt on 12 for birdie. So there's another shotgun. Casey literally comes up to me and he gives me a hug. He's like, we're up $150. And I'm like, frick, yeah, like, let's go. And I'm hammered. Like, <laughs> I am like, I like, you don't I'm, even know what's going I, on. And the thing is, like, as soon as that confidence kicked in, I was like, I know what I'm doing. Like, just go and have fun and play. Like, that's the other thing. You have to like what you're doing. You do like I get you can get away with not liking what you're doing for a little while. But at the end of the day, you have to like what you're doing. So um, I was just like, you know what? I'm enjoying myself. I'm having fun. All my training is going to kick in, whatever. And I was just like draining putt after putt. And I was just whatever. And then I got drunk. And then, you know, a a couple things went south. We hung out for a while. On number 17, I like topped a drive like 20 yards. (laughs) Fell on the ground. It's fine. It's fine. Um, But at the end of the day, I think each of us won $38. So, on top of like however many tips I made that day, you didn't lose any money. money. I made some more money. I was very hammered. It was, a, it was probably one of the most fun times I had on the golf course. I don't know if that will ever, I don't know if that day will ever be topped on the golf course. I'm not even going to lie. Casey listens to the podcast. on am be like, Hey, you need to listen to this. Yes. One. <laughs> um, we still talk about this day all the time. Um, so anyway, shotgunned a lot of beers that day. Had a lot of fun, won some money. So anyway, my point is
1: yeah. <laughs> confidence is key. A lot of the time people have this big dream or vision or idea and they don't actually put it into effect because of fear. Because they're scared. Yes. And I mean, at first me and Mary were so scared, but now it's just like, I don't know. You can kind of feel when we have a good episode and we're just bouncing off each other. Like Mm -hmm. this is one of those episodes. Like this one's so easy. We're killing it. But we were definitely fearful in the beginning, but it just gets easier. I actually had Two friends separately last week say the same exact thing, and it really stuck with me. They said, "You become an expert at something once you've put in ten thousand hours behind it." So it's like, once we have ten thousand hours behind this podcast, and we're experts. Like, think how many hours you put in for golf? That's ten thousand, like, is oh, probably we've, the minimum. No, like, we fully easily, exceeded it. We've yeah. easily both and that's hit why we're ten thousand
0: in our in yeah. our sports. My mom, there's a book. That's why we're experts in our craft. They're, like. Yeah, that's a, how it's going to be with this. I think there's a book called 10,000 Hours, or it's called something, because my mom read it, and we need to read it. It was, and we this quote book was
1: from two boys, and both of these boys are successful separately, like, doing separate things, so hearing it from them, like, not knowing each other, like, the same week, I was like, wow, like, this needs to stick with me, because I've heard it from two super successful individuals that have no correlation to each other or are in totally different fields of work. So. Yeah, so
0: that's the other thing. Like, um, obviously, like, your confidence doesn't just come out of thin hair. Like, it can for a little bit, obviously. So, like, I mean, if I were to give any advice, you can fake it. Fake it. You have the confidence. You don't know what the hell you're talking about. Just confidence and chime in when you can, like, you know, contribute what you can. But the more work you put in, the more research you do, the more books you read, the more time that you put in, your confidence is going to come naturally.
1: Yeah, I think Um, it goes hand in hand with practice and experience, too. Like if you were to go back and listen to our first episode, we're oh my god, so I will, different! I will
0: never go back and listen to our first episode. Yeah, I think
1: I might. Like, feel free. That one actually has like a, a good bit of downloads too, and I'm like it's strange enough to think people actually sit here and listen to like me and mary just talk which is yeah such a crazy concept every week it's never
0: like you know some i'm like oh this might get like 20 30 downloads this week like only 20 people no it's never like it's always like a pretty good
1: amount of people and i'm like yeah. Cool. I'm glad y'all
0: care. I'm glad we're like giving y'all good content. Yeah.
1: Like one of my teammates from tech, I had I haven't talked to her in so long. Such a sweetheart. She's from Italy. She like, I told her happy birthday, and she like messaged me on Instagram and was like, I listen to your podcast every week on the way to work. And I'm just like, that's so cute. Like it's that type yeah. of stuff that's like I well, love it. A, yeah, so that's another point. Like if you ever
0: like have a friend who like needs a little confidence boost or, you know you need confidence whatever like that helps like just getting like good feedback like Definitely. will boost your confidence
1: tenfold yeah so. the handful of people that listen to this that are friends with us when you text us and tell us what you think you have no idea how much it means to us like yeah. it means so much like Mary will get like a a little cute little text from a friend or I'll get like a snapchat and we'll both screenshot it and send it to each other and be yeah. like look look at this like it's the little things Something that
0: I think is really interesting that I've seen a lot on, like, TikTok and stuff is imposter syndrome. So, imposter syndrome is basically, let me look up the definition. So, I'm just, like, spin facts on you. Hold up. So, it's spot on. I'm, like, uh, Joe Rogan. I wish I had, Joe Rogan has a person. um, What's her name? And she's, like, hey, Amanda, I think her name, is her name Amanda? It's something like that. Hey, Amanda, look that up. Verify that. Because, like, if they talk about something on the podcast that is, like, wrong, like, he can get in a lot of trouble, obviously. So, they're, like, She's oh, verify like that. like with a fact that.
1: checker for Yeah, form. like, okay. they're, like,
0: because they, like, start talking about stuff, and if they, like, get off on a tangent, and they're, like, oh, I think I heard this. Like, he's. It'd be great su- to have one of those one day. He could get sued. Yeah, I know, for real. Um, okay. Okay. Imposter syndrome, continuous fear of not living up to expectations. No matter what goals people set, imposter syndrome negates their ability to achieve them. It causes people to feel as if they are not able to fulfill expectations they set and others set for them despite their best efforts. So imposter syndrome happens a lot with, like, young professionals. Like, say you are, like, 24, 25 years old and you get this, like, huge job offer and you're kind of running shit. And it's, it's kind of like, you know how people say, like, oh, I girl boss too close to the sun. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like that. Because it's like, if you get this job and you're sitting in this role and you're like, I'm not supposed to be here. Like, how am I here? How did this happen? Like, I literally don't know. Like, what the heck? So, um, anyway, I just think it's interesting because... I kind of felt that way when I got to LSU. Like, I was just like, this is a really, like, great program. How the hell did I even pull this off? Like, especially just because, like, of all the ups and downs in my golf career, I got there. I mean, I walked on, but I still got there. And then I ended up earning a scholarship. So it's like, but I did feel, I remember as soon as I earned my scholarship, I kind of had a little bit of imposter syndrome. I'm like, how the heck did I make this happen? And I have my best friend, Julia. She is like... Uh, an amazing golfer. And she ended up playing at Ole Miss. She was committed to LSU and then ended up going to Ole Miss. And I was just like, I'm literally at the same level as her. Like, how did I do this? She put in so many more hours. She did all of this. And not to say, like, we were, you know, at the same level of school. She obviously, like, her skill set was, like, a lot bigger. But I just was, I almost felt like I got the scholarship that I didn't deserve. I was like, how the heck? And it kind of affected my performance a little bit. Like,
1: Mayor. yeah, I was like,
0: oh. I was just like, how did I do? And so I, like, told my coach about this one day because I was, like, playing kind of bad. And she was like, oh, this makes sense. She was like, you deserve this. You did what it took. You You were in the right place at the right time. That doesn't mean you don't deserve it. Like, you deserve everything that you put in effort toward. It's not like I just showed up one day and started playing golf. Like, you deserve everything that's coming to you. Just like you say, like, you'll never miss what's meant for you. I was meant to play golf at LSU. Absolutely. I wasn't the best golfer. I I mean, I was always, like, up there. But, like, I wasn't, like, you know, the best golfer in Louisiana or whatever. But, like, I still deserve to be there. I put in the work. I did. And, like, you know, and I, you know, got – you know all these great opportunities and but i do remember feeling that sense of like how did i get here i just don't feel like i deserve it
1: um you also got kind of to view it from the perspective like i totally understand that but like you're not looking at any of your teammates and thinking oh she deserves to be here and she does it no one was looking at you and thinking mary doesn't deserve to be here but this other girl does yeah. you know like you all made it there. You all have different paths. You all have different recruiting you all stories. Have different,
0: yeah, you yeah. all have different paths. Like, especially like when you look at like ways that people get famous, or you know ways that people make it to the top. Everyone has a different story. Some people just happen upon it overnight.
1: Some people there's get a job at Lululemon and meet a coworker and
0: <laughs> start it's our a podcast. podcast. Yeah. So anyway, I just wanted to make that point because I just feel like that's so real. And that goes back to my point that I made earlier, that there are a lot of leaders and people out here. Like, look who's leading our country. Look who led our country before. Like, who would have thought Donald Trump was going to be the president? Not me. No one. (laughs) Like, Donald Trump probably had that dream one night and said, hey, Melania, I'm going to run for president. And she's like, okay. (laughs) So anyway, I just think, like, there is, like, a level of confidence that comes with that. Men have the audacity to have so much fucking confidence. That's why they get so far in the business world. Like, I just want women to, like, understand, like, use your confidence at the bar, get your free drinks, literally anywhere. And, like, obviously, like, if you've gone to school and if you've put in the work, like, you do deserve to be there. So. Absolutely. That's just my hook.
1: Yeah, imposter syndrome. I feel like it could also kind of stem from people doing very specific large goals. Like, this at this time, this title, this label. Whereas you can just be like, I want to accomplish this next. And it's reachable. I don't know. I feel like having reachable goals for yourself would kind of help
0: yeah and you never know and you never know how you're gonna get there yeah well thanks for listening to our podcast 20 episodes in a million to go let's go all right well we will see you guys next week bye guys